Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, the crime critic. Back again, y'all. Back again. In this episode, I want to talk about seeing past the pain, right? When I say seeing past the pain, I'm talking about when you have been offended by somebody. When they say or do something to you that hurt, that is hurtful to you that, or that hurts you right in that moment. I'm asking that you realize that that individual is hurt. I'm sure we've all heard the phrase of hurt people, hurt people, right? And if somebody does something intentionally, unintentionally, that causes harm or hurt to us, right? What about just taking a second, taking one second and and pausing and figure out or think about why this person is doing it. I know that, you know, in the moment is not that important to a lot of people as to why somebody's doing something or saying something to hurt you. But what I what I want you to understand is that this process that I use, I talk about this a lot to people in here, uh, and I actually uh, use this in my walk, my daily walk, when people say something to me out of the way or, or do something to me that offends me, I look past the act, I look past the rhetoric, and I say to myself, okay, this individual has been hurt. How is it that my response to the pain that they want me to feel going to help them and me? Right? Now, take, think about that for a second. Take a second to think about what I just said. How is my response to the pain that they want me to feel going to help them or me. I know a lot of people be like, look, (laughs) I don't care nothing about helping them in that moment. I'm trying to protect myself, right? And in this situation, and what I'm mostly talking about is not physical pain, but mental pain, somebody saying something to you or doing something uh, in relation to you that causes you to feel a certain way or somebody else saying something to somebody else and causing them to gossip about you and it gets back to you and it makes you feel a certain way. That is what I'm mostly talking about here. If somebody does something to you physically, you protect yourself. Thinking about how they're going to feel about the situation, you can do that later, but in the meantime, you protect yourself if it's a physical situation, right? But I'm mostly talking about mental, right? In a mental situation, you got time to stop. You got time to stop and process. Why is that? They're only words, and your brain is interpreting what is being said to you. And let me use some harsh language here for a minute, because I don't really like to uh, curse in my episodes or anything like that, but I I want you to really understand where I'm coming from. So I'm going to use some language that, you know, you might uh, feel offended by, but you're going to get the point, right? Right? So somebody calls you a bitch, a boy, hoe, prostitute, motherfucker, any of those types of things, sucker, you know what I'm saying? Anything that just like ah, sticks sticks it into you, right? Any of those types of words, right? So you got an idea of what I'm talking about. If somebody is saying these things to you or gossiping about you, talking about, uh, man, you hear about dude or girl, you, such and such did this and that, all that old kind of stuff, right? When you hear those types of things and it makes you feel angry, remember that your anger is rooted in that pain that you're feeling before the anger has to be the pain right you understand what i'm saying by that like the pain is the root the anger is the tree you see what i'm saying 
So let's look at how you can look past all of that rhetoric and realize that this individual is hurting. They want you to feel the same hurt that they're feeling. Whether they realize that they're hurting or not, now let's, let's, let me say that before I get to it. Whether they realize that they're doing this out of hurt or not is not the point I'm trying to make in this episode, okay? What I'm saying to you is that you realize that the source of all of that envy, jealousy, hatred, whatever that is, is hurt. That is hurt. That is pain that they're feeling and they feel like the best way to navigate life is to cause other people to feel pain. You've heard the term misery loves company. That's what I'm talking about. Right. So what do I do when I'm going through that? Because trust me and believe in the penitentiary, you go through it every day, multiple times a day in all different types of ways. Right. Whether it be from somebody in blue or somebody in gray. Gray means, again, uh, somebody that works here. Okay. Blue means somebody that lives here like me for the time being, hopefully temporarily. (laughs) But anyway, what do I do when somebody's saying something or doing something that offends me how does me thinking about their pain relieve the pain or stunt or brunt the pain that they want me to feel how does that work simple when I think about what this other person has to be experiencing or has experienced to want to treat somebody else in such a disrespectful, hurtful way, it makes me feel sad for that person. Whether they realize it or not, it makes me feel sad for them. I'm going to tell you a story. One time I was reffing a basketball game. You know, I told y'all I work in the gym. I was reffing a basketball game, and this is young guy. He's a good dude, has a good attitude for the most part. But in this basketball game, I had to hit him with two texts because he was getting out right out there trying to hurt people and all this and that. I'm sure you've heard about sports in here, how people in the penitentiary play sports. It's very, very, very physical, right? Yeah. So he was trying to hurt somebody, and I hit him up with one tech, told him, quit, don't do it again. He did it again. I hit him with another tech, and I threw him out of the game. Now, he's up in the stands, right? And I can hear him, you know, even though it's noisy and whatnot. I'm running up and down the court still officiating the game. I hear him call me a bitch. I hear him, right? And in the penitentiary, it's two things that you pretty much are commanded to fight about. Somebody calls you a bitch or a snitch. It's almost automatic. It just has to be, right? Not because it's written down somewhere. It's because it's just what it is, right? That's how we were taught when we came into prison. You got to fight. Now, this is a young dude. I could have smacked him around, pimp slapped him, pop, pop. They've been over with. You feel what I'm saying? Been over with. I know he ain't built like that. But I looked at him up in the stands. And now, I heard him say this when the other guy's getting ready to shoot some free throws. So, everybody's still. You know what I'm saying? So, I, didn't, I wasn't running. So, I look over at him. And I just crossed my arms and I put my hand on my chin. You know, like, you know, wise man or something thinking. You know what I'm saying? I got my whistle in my mouth and I look over there at him. And then I just grinned, and I just nodded at him, letting him know, I heard you. I heard you. But more importantly, I felt him. He was hurting. He was embarrassed that he got through out of the game. He didn't know how to respond to it. And the pain that he wanted me to feel, 
He wanted me to think about what everybody in that gym was going to think about Joe T if he don't come up there and do something. Even though if I had walked in that stand and hit him with a two-piece, he would have balled up like a piece of toilet paper being thrown in the commode. You understand what I'm saying? I know this. He's not built that way. I didn't do that. And when I didn't do that, the reason I didn't do that is because I wanted everybody in that moment, in that moment, because it's change and, 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 and learning comes from being in that moment. You can catch it afterwards, but it's, I'm telling you, it feels so good in that moment. So in that moment, I was realizing what was going on, and I wanted everybody else to see that you don't have to respond to situations like that with violence. You don't have to do that. And everybody's looking at me. They're expecting me to walk over there any minute. Dude hit the free throws. He hit the second free throw. The other team take the ball out. We're going back down the court. Game is going on. Not thinking about it. Get back to the unit. First thing he does, like I knew he was going to do, he come to the cell, knock on the door. Joe T, can I talk to you, big bro? I'm like, yeah, what's up? Now, I'm setting up. I'm not stupid now. I ain't going to be no fool. I set up. You know what I'm saying? Put my feet on the floor in case he rushed me. Because if he rushed me, I got to flip him. I got to do my thing now. But I say about physical violence. got to protect yourself. We'll worry about how he feels later. So I'm setting up. Got my feet on the floor. He said, man, I'm sorry, man, for saying that, man. I got mad, blah, blah, blah. I said, bro, I hear you. I said, I hear you. I said, the next time you feel like that, and catch yourself in that moment. You don't have to talk like that. You don't have to say that. And he stood there, and I'm looking at This is a kid now. Keep in mind, it's a grown man paying attention, but this is a kid. And I'm looking at him, and I see his face. I see his face. He getting emotional. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody else around. And I said, that's okay. Step on in the room, if that's how you feel, so won't nobody see you. You feel what I'm saying? Let him do his thing, and then he left. He cried, and he left. Well, not crying like, <laughs> not like that. A tear rolled down his face. I told him, step in here, wipe that off, and let him roll. I ain't tell nobody about it, and not, I'm not going to even tell you his name. I don't want to embarrass him, but we kept it real. And that process I learned blunts that pain that the other individual wants you to feel. Concern for your fellow man. got to care about other people, y'all. And if you care about other people in the moment, you're teaching everybody around that there's a better way. That there's a better way. Just wanted to say that. Just wanted to say that, y'all. Real quick. This has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, the crime critic, and I say peace, y'all.